0: Legend tales of a place where the booze flows freely and the stories are always entertaining. If you are bold enough to seek out such a place, head 13 miles down the Tuscan Highway to a tiny blues joint known as the Townsmith Tavern. Once there, <laughs> enjoy the ride. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and Bull. Excuse me, excuse me, you can't say that. You're going to lose your family-friendly rating. You're going to corrupt the kids. B.S. A podcast that invites you to grab a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. And here are your hosts, Howard Blues and the
1: Mark Kidder.
0: Good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to beer blues and bs the podcast where we determine which brand is supreme and by that i mean you know it's got all the topics yeah i'm your host howard blues here as always with my co-host the man the myth the legend
1: the mark kidder kidder how you doing tonight um i'm great that that you here and and little bubs is here we're we're ready to go the sound manager extraordinaire of the Triple B is here. And is is this pay-per-view just a little spicy for you? Being I, Supreme?
0: No, I I listen, I was trying to make it sound interesting. Oh. To me, this pay-per-view is bland
1: and ah. I'm only here because we have a podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good to know. So here we are. Yes, it is Survivor Series. 2021, nearly wrapping up the year of pay-per-views for WWE and coming hot off the presses from last week with the big, big AEW show, of course, and we have this, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie, Kidder,
0: the, part of it is I'm, I've never been a fan of the whole which brand is supreme mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter. You know, there, there's no point to it. There's no, I mean, even when they called it bragging rights.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Now, if they were to say, like, do this pay-per-view, like, before the draft, mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. maybe that there's, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Uh, you know, but like, if it was before the draft, and like, hey, the winning brand gets an extra pick or right. the first pick. Now it's got something, but right now it's just, my brand's better.
1: Yeah. And look, we have special guests. Oh dear Lord. Come on in, Z. (laughs) Yes. You didn't know that we were getting extra, extra brand (laughs) supremacy tonight, but here we are. Uh, Yeah. Everyone, this is Z. Z, welcome to Beer Blues and BS. Well, Thanks for having me, I guess. (laughs) You walked right into it. Some
2: bright lights there. (laughs) Yeah. Feel like I've been hit with a chair and I have a concussion.
1: Exactly. Very appropriate. Th- that's coming up later. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Do I do I have to do I have to blade? You might have to. Okay. I mean, it, we're we're all about the most realism as as possible on this show. To try and
2: cover. <clears> that's <throat> uh, nah, right
1: Yes, yeah, st- stay away from the light. We don't. That's <laughs> why so I powder this thing up before we start. So, really, it, it's good that you arrived when you did because we we're just about to start doing our predictions okay. for this. Amazing show that's about to happen. So,
2: that, was that amazing? Legit? That was, I don't know
1: if that was sincere. I can neither confirm no, nor no, deny. So, let's no, no, no. let's start out with the list here. Uh, apparently, the first. Okay, so the unofficial first match of the show because it's on the kickoff show, and I know that you haven't uh, quite caught up on all the episodes, but apparently during pay per views only when they were it works in their favor they count the pay-per-view kickoff show as part of the pay-per-view as in a le- storyline being progressed otherwise if you win or lose on the kick- kickoff show it didn't happen like on the pay-per-view match. almost okay so what let's start there with the unofficial start of survivor series 2021 Shinsuke Nakamura your intercontinental champion versus Damian Priest your united states champion I know you have no idea about any of this, so who would you like to pick? Well, <laughs> let's see
2: here. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Priest because I brought him over to NXT and they've managed maybe not to completely screw him up just okay. yet. Okay. So, right. uh, uh, F, But uh, they both put on good matches. They're both entertaining. It's true, true. But I'm, I'm going to go with Priest
1: in that one. All right. Jayco, you want me to go? Go for it. Okay. I th- I think that uh, the arrows are going to get shot in this match, uh, and Shinsuke isn't going to be able to matrix out of them, so yes, uh, Damian Priest, I believe, will take this match.
0: Yeah, they've been pushing Priest really hard, so it's going to be Priest.
1: That's Alright. Yeah. It's a, a round of Priests it's, right here. It's always
2: Priest, unless we're talking about Maiden, right? It's
1: a holy show.
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, then... Apparently, on uh, some not-so-good word that I received, the first match of the actual pay-per-view will be Roman Reigns and Big E. So, let's go back over to Z. So, their thought process is, let's put the biggest match on first
2: to bring people in. Is that their thought process? Sure. Okay. Um. Do it
1: early, then you can go to sleep
2: kind of early for the by the way what are the what are the uh what's the rating on this podcast i know what i'm allowed to on this on this podcast well we have earmuffs (laughs) you can say whatever future howard will edit it uh well i guess um uh that's a little bit early for the money shot but uh you know it's it's gonna be rains it's the year rains at this point in time as much as it's cool that biggie's finally Mm. done it um yeah uh, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be the head of the tail.
1: Unfortunately, I must agree. As much as it pains me, because uh, I enjoy Biggie and his presentation, but uh, Roman Reigns will reign supreme.
2: supreme. you had to. You just had to. And
1: we were already talking supreme earlier, <laughs> right before you walked in. So it's spicy like that. Nah, Jayco. I mean, I, I, <laughs> so far, so far, like this
0: pay-per-view, the predictions are bland as we we're all choosing the same thing. Okay. So. Good.
2: <laughs>
1: Straight up missionary. Anyway, what? So the next one is apparently uh, the Usos and RK Bro. Bro. You, you, you familiar with these guys? Uh yeah. I mean, Randy Orton.
2: I mean, it's, it's a comedic tag team. It's an odd pairing tag team, mm-hmm. which is, I mean... Really, in like the last 25 years, have been some of the more entertaining tag teams. Rock and Sock, obviously. Yeah. Team yeah.
1: Hell No. Yeah. Uh, Interestingly enough, with tonight's appearance of by Randy Orton, he will be the superstar with the most pay per view appearances in WWE history.
2: So is tonight where he turns on Riddle and <laughs> RK mean, Bro is no more. I mean, that's, that's my prediction is uh, Usos win because Orton turns.
1: Oh, okay. He's got a big show move there. <laughs> okay. You know that that that's something that's very interesting to think about. Although I do feel that uh, with them getting their own custom music, it's a a mashup uh, of okay. sorts of their both of their theme songs. I'll go RK bro.
2: Okay. I was also going to go RK bro. Oh.
1: Well then the huh? outlier remains. I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't aware of the, uh, the theme music. Not that it matters because like, <laughs> like
2: configuration forming more into like, it's kind of like uh, five cats forming into Voltron.
1: Yeah. Type yeah. Situation. I yep. wasn't aware of that. Okay. I mean, just like we talked about, uh, two nights ago on the latest episode of beer blues and BS, which by the time this comes out, it'll be, you know, two weeks in the future. <laughs> So you won't be able to see it yet. But yeah, we're this, talking about now, now <clears throat> like now, like
2: space balls and now and almost, okay.
1: you gotta just rewind. <laughs> You've gone, you, we've gone back too far. Uh, but, uh, they, we, we talked about some of the bloodletting that's gone on at WWE because this year alone so far, depending on if you have the people who they keep for brought back, you know, right. They, they've released somewhere in the, uh, aspect of uh, 80 superstars now some of them have come come back so the number is technically lower than that but this year with releases alone is like 81 or 82
2: yeah, they're hammering people.
1: so and one of them and the point that i bring up because of this all kind of related as we tidy it all up is one of these superstars had just inked a contract within five days prior to her release so
2: what was that uh <clears throat> BFAB.
1: Okay. Part of a new faction they brought up. Yeah. Does anyone create does, does
2: anyone know what they're really doing there? I mean
1: is is now where we make the argument that Vince needs to go away. Um, I think that some people have been yeah. making that argument for quite a while, well, yeah.
2: Well not to, I mean the man the man pretty much helped put the industry on on the map, but mm-hmm. uh, now's the time that you go enjoy your golden years.
1: I would think, and with Triple H just coming back, uh, back to work after uh, heart surgery, right? <laughs> you know, there is that. Let's see. Next on the list, we have Raw versus SmackDown, and this is the Men's Survivor Series match. So the competitors in this for Team SmackDown include Drew McIntyre. That's uh, Jeff Hardy, Xavier Woods, or King Woods. Uh, Baron Corbin or Happy Corbin, and then the Wee Baby Sheamus. On the Team Raw side, we have Seth Rollins, Finn Baller, Kevin Owens, Bobbit Lashley, and uh, uh, Austin Theory. Austin Theory. I was thinking many theories, but this one just slid under the radar. Your thoughts?
2: <clears throat> oh, well, let's see. Uh, McIntyre and Lashley. They split up. Don't have to see that anymore. Right. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go team raw.
1: We got a team raw Just on there.
2: Balor yeah. and, uh, Rollins and Lashley and Owens are all those guys can work. Mm-hmm. Um, one is Balor doesn't get screwed over as a demon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with raw on that one.
1: <laughs> is that too soon? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a little yeah. bit, maybe not. I'm, eh. Probably. I'm okay with it. So I, I will, uh, on this one, go go with uh, Team SmackDown, the blue brand, Brand Supreme. Team Raw, man. Well, okay. Much better talent on there. Yeah. I mean, talent wise, <laughs> yes. I mean, but can they coexist? If this was Hardy
2: from 10 years ago, maybe?
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: You know, and if he was clean. Oh. <laughs>
1: Must have been clean company. Uh-huh. <coughs> so then there's the the women's a lot of match. Many theories didn't pan out. Many uh, many theories. Hey, theories on that team <laughs> <you> <laughs> picked, And yeah. there you it is. Go, bring it around. Just picking it up for those yeah. who didn't. Yeah. So we have uh, Sasha Banks, a team SmackDown with Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, who is no longer with uh, Tegan Knox. Mm-hmm. Because she got fired, uh, Natalia and uh, uh, what's her name, Storm um, Tony Tony Storm. Yes, that the I was thinking Lance, but we're way past that. So, um, and then Team Raw. We're gonna do the Canadian National Anthem. Features for uh Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Zelina. Vega, the queen of WWE. This one I will pick Team Raw. Sorry, I just kind of went right did, ahead did, there. Wow! Just
2: did, did you just? I did, did. just jump me. What happened? Yes, <laughs> okay. cutsies Swerve. uh
1: make you really think.
2: Yeah, no, I'm gonna go Team Raw just from the standpoint. Ray Ripley and mm-hmm. uh, um, Zaline Well, yeah, but yeah. Just, uh, I think, too, with powerhouse Bianca Belair. Yeah, Beledi. you know what, EST, right? Yeah. Um, yep. So, I'm going to be a little bit too much. Banks will be the last survivor for SmackDown. And
1: He's going on a limb there with extra, yeah. extra yeah. predictions yeah. for himself.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I will go out on that limb, see if it holds me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go Team SmackDown on this one. All right. Okay.
1: Any reasoning other than just to be different?
0: I. Uh, <laughs> No. Okay.
2: <laughs> just to be a contrarian. All right. awesome. <laughs> ah, one
1: of those guys. All right. Fair enough. Awesome. <laughs> Dissension amongst the ranks. That's,
2: that's how you spark debates right there, though.
1: The other one is the 25-man Battle Royale. Uh, uh, battle Royale. Battle Royale. I like saying Battle Royale. Royale? Just, just royale? Ro- is with like a
2: royal with cheese? Royale
1: with cheese, yes. Yeah. The winner of this match not only uh, gets the... Uh fake trophy for The Rock's 25th anniversary because it's uh, apparently the 25th anniversary of his debut. Okay, okay, but yes, they get a Royale with cheese. Ah, delicious. I can neither confirm nor deny that either.
2: Um,
1: so this one's kind of wide open because I think they only have about 25 other people left. Yeah, so haven't been put on wide on open. Line or... Wide open. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or are they counting people from nxt for this as well it's possible um, i'm not sure so are i don't we even st- know if we have a list of it. so are we just supposed to say who we think is going to win it do we even know who- yeah do we even know who the hell's in it take a blind guess <laughs> uh,
1: that's typically what we do especially when they're they're in the royal rumble when they're like yep we've announced 15 of them and the other 15 are guesses
0: the other thing that we'll do especially because it's a battle royal so they will all be in the ring so mm. if when they get out there you go hey my guy's not in the ring you you're you're allowed to switch. It? We can yeah. call an audible. You can call out, out, out. Out. <laughs> What yeah. does that
2: even mean? Just go stand on the other side of me, John. Uh Roddy yeah. Piper, everybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna dig him up for this one? Rodney the Piper. Uh, um <laughs> uh Criminy. I don't know. Uh you know what? I guess uh I guess somebody that I like that's fun to watch. Hmm. Uh, sure. Sammy Zayn.
1: Solid choice. Solid choice. Uh, I, I will go with Cesaro. Cesaro would be a good one.
2: Should I should I
0: pick one just to annoy Uncle Mark? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Should we go Montez Ford? Oh dear lord! Just to annoy him? Yeah, I think we will. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we'll see if he's even in the match. that's, that's true. <laughs> All right. The uh, final two questions we have are not officially part of the list, but Howard here uh, went the extra mile and added the extra questions on there. So yeah, I know it. that I, I know that you uh, had added them and sent them to me, but I pose the question to you: Will The Rock show up? Will The Rock show up?
2: It's the 25th anniversary of his first. First appearance,
1: 20th anniversary. When he debuted, yeah. When
2: he debuted as Rocky Maivia with that ridiculous outfit and smile. Yeah. Um, he looked
1: like he was straight off the boat from
2: Plymouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? You sticking with no? I'm going to go with he's not there in person, but he's nah. there via... Via satellite oh, or something like that. So he's I, not
1: there in person. I, Howard the Ref, is that an acceptable answer? <laughs> That's acceptable. Okay, so does that count as a yes or a no?
2: I'm saying he's going to be there, but he's not. He will appear. He will not be in this very ring tonight.
1: Okay. That's well,
2: Stephanie McMahon would say.
1: If, if, if The if the Rock ends up showing up on this show, in, in this room, I'm going to have some extra wondering to do, but... But uh, yeah, apparently, you <laughs> apparently you got a lot of pull. That's the case. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or <laughs> the show is getting kind of big. Videos. The show is getting kind of big, so that's that's why I, I remind uh, please, anyone please. watching or listening okay. that if they'd like to sponsor Beer Blues and BS, you can get on board now for a lower rate than when we make it really big, and then the sales rates go way up. So there, there's <laughs> that quick note. I will say the Rock is part of the show in some form, especially being the 25th. He'll probably be there.
0: Yeah, I'll say yes as well.
1: All right. The final, final question. No, it's not. It's not the final question? No, because you skipped the match that this is even pertaining oh, we, to. We, we, we skipped the finale. <laughs> okay, yeah. That was, okay. I, I was wondering, if we were, I thought that you are double-matched okay. for some reason. All right. I mean, it's possible because this as well will be apparently the main event for the evening. That's the Women's champion on the SmackDown side, Charlotte. And Becky Lynch, the women's champion on the Raw side, the man. So, who reigns supreme in the women's match? Oh.
2: Well, here's a question for you, too. Um, are we guessing or hoping for... Exactly how we want it to end, perhaps, or is it supposed to be what you think? I'm uh... just—that's
1: the follow-up question. Okay.
2: Um. God, I hope it's Lynch. Okay. Um. Just because Flair is. You're fan of the man.
1: Uh, Charlotte,
2: just I don't know. Overrated comes to mind a little bit. All right. Just saying. Not that she isn't talented, but... Well.
1: So I'm guessing the second answer for the follow-up question is will there be a screwy finish or a Montreal screwdro- screw job type of feel here? Your answer probably be... Uh, I would
2: love to see either... Well, it's not going to be... Is Bailey healthy enough to come back, mm. smoke somebody with a chair or something like that, and uh, throw herself in it? Cause mm-hmm. I, would, I would like that very much. Well, and, and to fill in
0: where that question comes from, there was a lot of uh, rumor out there that WWE is looking to book basically a a repeat of the Montreal Screwjob tonight. So that's where the question is: Do they do it that way? So something where it's a fast count, a,
2: a non tap. Well, so I mean, with that is that the the second time we'd have a Montreal Screwjob in officially in the works, so to speak? Because obviously '98 when it was Rocking Mankind. Mm-hmm. and uh, all that was to uh, pour salt in the wound on that one mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. uh, so do you, it, it, by the way is everything between those two is this a work you think or is this legit
1: there's all kinds of articles so if it, if it is uh, a work they're really peppering it on I mean sure. it, they're, they're really laying the schmooze on this one
2: they're supposed to kind of obscure the line of reality right yeah um, so, uh, who gets screwed over though? If, uh, do you think it's legit then? And then mm. Flair gets screwed over and then they put her on the shelf because what if she got like a year left on her contract? Cause they, yeah. It'd be, it'd be silly for them to cut her and then let her just go wherever she wants. Or, yeah. know.
1: She, uh, uh, I mean, it'd be stupid of them to drop her, yeah, right? But
2: and then, again, they've made some poor decisions this year, uh, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Let's just let's few. let's go with uh. Let's go with Bailey. Bailey comes back and there is a there is a Montreal S screw job. I go with yes. Okay.
1: I will okay. go with the man. Becky Lynch. Reigns supreme on this one. And uh, uh, some kind of screwy finish. I think there will definitely be a screwy. Finish. In fact, this will be
0: my DraftKings screwy finish of the night ah. match. Is I'm picking that. All right. Um, but I think it's, they're going to do Flair instead of Lynch. Mm. So that's that's my my guess.
1: So okay. Well, we've gone down the list. We have the predictions. They are officially etched in Swiss cheese. So we're ready to go. It's time for the pre-show match here. So we better. Roll upstairs <laughs> for the show. So, ready? Yeah, let's do it. We'll see you in a pay-per-view. Banzai. It's a pay-per-view. I don't know if it's going to be good, but it's a pay-per-view. We'll go from there.
2: Push in one <laughs> hand and open the other.
1: <laughs> so then I don't have to. <laughs> so... How do we start this thing off? Again?
2: How do we start this part off?
1: Yeah. I think we
0: can simply go, and we're back. We're back. Survivor Series is done. Yeah. The matches have been uh, wrestled. Points have been awarded.
1: Yeah. <sighs> oh, it's the. The cue card right there. So that have our, our totals on them?
0: Yeah, unfortunately, it, it seems like in the past when we've come down to do this, mm-hmm. I have uh, gotten some numbers wrong mm. on it. So, like, future Howard always has to go in and, like, ah. kind of correct it. Okay. So so this time, present Howard got smart and he wrote it on a note card ah. that he uh, gave to Howie Jr. Uh-huh. That might be That might be the mistake this time, though. <laughs> oh, oh.
1: Yeah. The official results have been crumpled. We don't wanna don't wanna give those away too early. Yeah. So uh as yeah. you notice we are missing one. Z got bored and no he didn't get bored. We had pizza, he ate and then it's like eh, it's a little late. Um I'm head out. <laughs> so <clears throat> so Z not here for this, but he sends his regards. In those uh, accounts. So, let's begin the first match of the overall night, even though it's not the first match of the pay-per-view. Shinsuke Nakamura and Damian Priest on the Survivor Series kickoff show. Your thoughts.
0: Uh, You know, decent match, I would say. Mm -hmm. I I will admit, I didn't get to see much of the pay-per-view. I was wrangling him around as he chased your cats around the mm. house so I, what i saw i enjoyed mm-hmm. so it was a t- to me it was a good match it's kind of our our one <laughs> well i can't say it was the the one screwy finish but probably the the more the better done the the better executed
1: yeah uh Kind of screwy Yeah, I could see that. Uh, basically, ended up with some interference from Rick Boogs and the guitar. He started playing the guitar. Damien Priest told him to take the guitar and shove it, basically, and stop playing yeah. it. And then he didn't. So Damien Priest went grab the uh, the guitar and and he smashed it. And. Uh, he hit Nakamura with yes. it and gets the DQ, it. and is now a heel.
0: And uh, Nakamura gets the win. Yeah, and none of us had Nakamura. No points. I wanted to choose Nakamura. I, yeah. I honestly did, but you know, I haven't been watching the the products. So I didn't know about the priest kind of heel turn, the more aggressive side. I didn't either. So. <laughs> Howie junior doesn't want to hear this, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, t- to me, I'm like, that's ah, gonna be Priest because he's been on such a roll and he's being such a face and all of that. Otherwise, I mean, I I would have chosen Nakamura because I like Nakamura mm-hmm. a lot and I
1: think he's finally getting a good, you know, push. Mm-hmm. So, although I think it's only the second or third time that he's defended his intercontinental title since he's had it in the past like five months. I don't think he's had it that long, but... Four months. However, length of time. Stop making more of a short future Howard. No, he doesn't have to put it in. Oh, he's going to put it in. I know he will. He's going to put it in. So none of us got points for that one. Mm -hmm. The first match of the pay-per-view, which uh, as we mentioned, or I should say I mentioned before the show, the you know, intel on how they were going to open the pay-per-view with the championship or champion versus champion match of the WWE champion versus universal champion. That info was backwards. So it turns out that Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch opened the show. And this one, we had the question of the stipulation of if there's going to be some kind of screwy finish with that or uh something like that it was, it was a, a screw
0: job finish correct a cur- okay a recreation of the screw job which comes up in the points yeah so your takeaway on this one should have been the closer Mm-hmm. should have been the closer I understand you wanted your two big you know male titles up but that was a, a not to get too much into it because we'll talk about it in a bit, but that was your slow Roman Reigns-esque normal match. Yeah. Uh, there was more <clears throat> passion, more emotion, more intensity to this match. And so, to me, this
1: should have been your, your finisher. Mm-hmm. So, And a little bit more storytelling as well, I would say.
0: I, yeah. I, I, not that you know the the main event lacked storytelling yeah. right? they had had a pretty good you know video package before that really made me interested for the match yeah the just the storytelling in the match was just kind of this slow plodding mm-hmm. pace which really feels like a letdown compared to some of the the early matches in this uh, you know event so I thought this should have been the closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the only real weakness I would say is the the finish to this. It was just slightly poorly botched, and you know,
1: mm-hmm. go for the screw of holding the ropes. The official catches so Charlotte can't pick up the win. There's a quick reversal pin and roll up. Becky's able to grab the ropes on it and gets the one, two, three.
0: Yeah, but she was hesitant to grab it. So the Mm -hmm. thing about it was it just, it didn't feel. It didn't feel as good as, as clean. It it was kind of like, Mm -hmm. she almost didn't even need to do that. Right. It's almost like she could have just gotten away with pin, which kind of makes me wonder if that like, wasn't the agreed upon thing was okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Becky, I'll, I'll agree that you can win. Mm-hmm. Oh, now you're destroying Uncle Mark's set. He's not going to let you back. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, but that, like, maybe Becky, because they've talked about some of the, maybe she didn't grab it just to have it be almost a more legit pin for her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what uh, we hear in the dirt sheets and all of that coming out of it. Mm-hmm. But that was the one thing that kind of was like, everything else was so well done. That was the, the kind of the sloppy
1: right uh next match on the uh card oh and just to to cover the
0: reason why i i put the screw job Mm -hmm. part on there because yes it did have a screwy finish but the rumors were that they were going to recreate these screw jobs so you were going to have a fast count uh Mm. somebody basically getting cheesed out of you know sure and that didn't happen
1: so And we could have uh, actually seen it because Mr. McMahon was there. Mm -hmm.
0: In the most pointless vignettes of the night.
1: Much like, and I mentioned it during the show open. So the show open and the pyro right after are the two favorite things of mine in every pay-per-view. And tonight's half of the show open was a promo for the Red Notice movie starring The Rock. Not a fan. I mean, the movie was okay. I saw that. It was all right. It was a movie. So some time passed. But having it in the show open for Survivor Series killed it for me. Just a giant promo. Didn't like it. And that was pretty
0: much the only Rock thing we got. I mean, we got kind of The Rock classic moments. Mm Mm-hmm. But that was about it. So nobody got the point for the rock because yeah. that really
1: wasn't involvement, yeah, on his part. So it's pretty terrible considering, but is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could even have had him
0: <coughs> do a, a video message at yeah. one point, and that would have been.
1: Hmm. Then we would have had a point. Hmm. Rock. The uh, the other point, uh, as you mentioned, the pointless vignettes. With uh, Mr. McMahon and uh, one of the three, that uh, was Cleopatra's uh, golden egg from the movie Red Notice. Uh, the, the gimmick, if you will, was that The Rock gave this $100 million egg, which is the actual egg, not a replica, gave that to Mr. McMahon. And then he that's what he shows up with. And he's touting it around and everybody's... The other 20 people who are left, uh, still employed with the company, are clapping. And then he goes into his office, and he puts it in a lit display case. And then later on, we come back, and uh, the egg isn't there anymore. So, it's... And they never resolved that. So, tomorrow, yeah, sure... That was kind of
0: what they said, is that he had... Monday night, I'll get to the bottom of this.
1: Mm-hmm. So... Hey, for those of you who watch Raw. I will fast forward through most of it. Mm-hmm. It only took me two minutes to make it through this week's SmackDown. Wow. Yeah. Next match on the card, uh, we'll just go down the list here. The Usos and RK Brew. This one had some pretty good spots in it.
0: I Again, this was one of the ones that I missed a large chunk of wrangling... Junior junior at that point, I think, was getting to his near-breaking point, mm. so we were near <laughs> tantrum as he chased Freya around. Mm-hmm. So yes. I miss most of this one. So i, I got to leave it to you
1: to to give the analysis sure. of it. Uh, the analyses, uh, some good back and forth, of course, of the Usos and their high-flying and matches uh, various counters throughout it including uh, Randy Orton trying to throw an early RKO and get basically the early win for them. Uh, some really neat spots in there throughout the, the match, both the, of the double team variety, but then also one versus one or one V one. And overall, this match was uh, the best up to that point on the card. Uh Basically coming up to the conclusion oh. of the match, Randy hits an out of nowhere. RKO flying off the turnbuckle. <laughs> one, two, three. There's the win. RK Bro pickups picks up the retention on that. And uh, <clears> the <throat> tag team titles. I guess that doesn't retain because they both had tag team titles. So the <laughs> team Raw wins that one. Just so used to like cookie cutter normal um, pay-per-view, you know? Yeah. So So, yes, they they retain and be the SmackDown Tag Champions there and uh, do a little celebrating. And, again, if you missed that earlier in the episode, Randy sets the new record for most appearances in a WWE pay-per-view. Next, uh, we'll go to the uh, Survivor Series men's match. I thought this one started funny right away. And I say funny is in. I kind of liked it because Kevin Owens is out there, Team Raw, and uh, or uh, yeah, Team Raw. What and what does he do? He he he's like, I'll go first, guys. I'll go first. It's okay. He goes first, tags in, and uh, runs around the ring, rolls out, and walks up the ramp and waits for the ten count. Gets gets counted out. Does the the old bow and then hits the bricks? <laughs> yeah, it, I
0: I said, you know, kind of as we were up there, that it's kind of the return to him back to being the the prize fighter gimmick, mm. and when he does that, he only fights when it's really kind of worth it for him sure. to fight. Um, uh, yeah, I liked it. It was a a unique. Kind of start to it mm-hmm. my my only thing that i didn't like about it was it meant that i didn't get to watch kevin owens wrestle True. i mean, that, that is the, yeah. that, the sad thing I, I do like kevin owens he was part of the main <clears throat> reason i chose that team mm-hmm. was oh Balor and owens are on this team i like both of these guys i will go for that um as, as my choice and so that was kind of my, my big thing. i actually liked this i thought this was the better of the two survivor series matches yes it, fast pace action in fact I, i'd almost say kidder you could have taken this whole pay-per-view minus the kickoff right because mm-hmm. that doesn't count right <laughs> but you could have taken this whole pay-per-view and just flipped it and i think you'd have had a much better show yeah like pacing wise Yeah. I, I, I honestly that's m- my general thought so this yeah this one just it, it was great and again i didn't get to see a lot of it because wrangling a toddler but uh what I did see, I, I enjoyed, and
1: I, it went. It was a good long match. Um, yep, Jeff Hardy was uh, the, the final uh, contestant from Team SmackDown and had a couple good shots there with uh, Austin Theory and Seth Rollins, and uh, ultimately Rollins gets the curb stomp and the pin to allow Team Raw to pick up the victory there. Plus the double count out between Lashley and Drew McIntyre, which was a
0: great way to get both of them out, Mm -hmm. continue that feud. I know some people are like, oh, I'm sick of that feud. But, you know, it kind of keeps it going that they could always bring it back. Mm -hmm. It's not settled. And that I'm kind of okay with.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's good. So since we're talking the actual Survivor Series matches, Let's hit up the, the ladies match there. So, again, uh, this one coming into it. I don't want to say I, I didn't have a ton of interest, but uh, it was, you know, a match. Uh, some interesting spots. Uh, Carmella with her face mask protection thing. They made that into kind of a screwy, weird uh They couldn't put it on quick enough, but she tagged herself in, so then she gets into the ring and then gets blasted and then pinned. Uh, I I think they were just having problems with it, and they just moved on. But either way, that kind of was what it was. Um, uh, Sasha Banks was... Uh, apparently the captain of Team SmackDown, which was never decided before the match that that I'm aware of anyway. And so she started trying to uh, call the shots, if it were, and everybody else didn't like that. And so they weren't helping her, and she eventually gets gets beat up and, and pinned. Uh, there was a lot of good back and forth in this match as well, kind of giving... If you're rooting for one team or the other, there was a lot of, uh, you know, good back and forth, like I said, rooting for whichever team to kind of open it up as to who could win. And then ultimately, it came down to Bianca Belair being the hero of the match. And uh, she ended up getting the win. Yeah, this. One suffered
0: from like too many ideas not fully developed and therefore like the storytelling was bad. Like the SmackDown team, like when they came to the ring, it seemed like they were unified. And then it's like, oh now wait, we all hate Sasha. Now we're gonna eliminate Sasha because mm-hmm. we're gonna do this on our own. <clears throat> now we're you know all losing to Bianca. It's like it it didn't make sense you know yeah. and again with the build to this you know and mm. i i didn't see a lot of the build to the event but i mm. didn't know it's not like it's not like they showed a lot of like sasha causing problems or you know not getting along or mm. you know any build up to that to the point of like where you could have the commenters like will they you know can, can they, they go coexist exist? you know the classic chestnut you know mm-hmm. but because of that and i think they were trying to avoid that storytelling but in the but the problem was that it's like it makes no sense why they eliminate mm-hmm. you know like
1: it just it didn't well they didn't help her it just and really didn't work and the overall execution just ended up being that way without them actually saying it
0: yeah they also built <laughs> to the the sasha Bianca being in the ring together mm-hmm. like really quickly and that was something. hi Freya yeah. <laughs> She was like, there he is. Came to visit. You, you keep an eye on her. Um, like they built to that, and like the, the crowd popped when those two got in. But then they, it, you know, they they gave a lot of that to the point where the crowd's like, okay, yeah, we're we're done with this, and mm-hmm. um, again, wrangling toddler. Uh, you know, like I I by the time like that popped happened I was able to watch and everybody else was outside the ring on the ground. Mm -hmm. I actually kind of thought, well maybe I missed a bunch of eliminations and we're down to these two. Because it it seemed like the final and all (laughs) of a sudden you start seeing the heads poking up like are they done yet? Or are they to that spot where we're supposed to and it's just like Oh, okay. So that just yeah, it just felt weird
1: pacing wise with all of that. So again uh team Raw Picks up the victory again on that one. <clears throat> Next, we'll discuss the 25 man battle royal. Do we for, have to? Uh, well, I mean, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll just glaze over it a little bit. It's the uh, Rock celebratory 25th anniversary 25 man battle royal. Uh, really, the Rock didn't have anything to do with it, just other than being sort of mentioned around it. <laughs> Yeah, there there wasn't even really a trophy. There were tables with Pizza Hut pizza on the entrance ramp mm-hmm. for no yeah. reason. Yeah, just wondering who who's coming to visit on the uh, on the entrance ramp. And then I thought that maybe it'd be something like the Thanksgiving Day feast, like they've done in the past, where you know somebody ends up going through the table with the food. I, no, they didn't even do that. No, <laughs> the boxes are just sitting there. Except for the box that, that the Street Profits brought down to the ring with them. And we're going to give it to Byron Saxton and then gave it to Corey Graves. I, I missed that I part. So, whatever. And then uh, this one, it is what it is. Um, all of our choices, our picks... Were eliminated uh, for the most part within the last ten.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I, I think Z's pick of Sami Zayn was was out a bit before that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the rest of us were were right in there, kind of right to the end. And then the dark horse, Omas You know, it, it's not that I would say he's the dark horse because I mean, like the easy pick would have been Omos. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of figured that they were going to come up with some way to get him out because such the easy,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And then he ends up winning the damn thing. Yeah, and everybody's still standing around going, "the the the win is as pointless as this match." Yeah, <laughs> but then you see the street profits grab a bunch of uh, slices of pe- uh, pizza pepperoni, and sausage pizzas, respectively, and then throwing them out in the audience. Best moment of the night. Yeah,
0: well, and... and But well, I wouldn't say it's the best moment of the night. Oh, okay. I, I will say, Montez Ford was tossing those slices of pizza. Mm-hmm. I mean... I would not have thought that a slice of pizza could have gone quite that far you would have thought he was throwing a frisbee
1: i mean he was launching them we're we're talking like uh, i don't know 25 rows of of people (laughs) and it's gone so yeah Yeah. props props to mr ford for that one
0: yeah yeah so that was uh interesting it was
1: interesting it's a good word for it So, uh, what? we have one one match left? Yeah, just the main event, <laughs> main main event. And again, as you touched on, you know the two powerhouses going at it, <sighs> a couple naps in between going at it. I mean, i I really like Big uh, uh, Biggie being the champion right now, really like him. And uh, as Z mentioned, this would have been a perfect opportunity for Biggie to win, get a little extra push, extra cred, because it wouldn't really be a loss for Roman Reigns. You know, he wouldn't be weaker for losing in this match.
0: Yeah, except he's on an incredible, actually, winning streak as well. Yeah. Uh, I know that they were saying that his streak had kind of come to an end because he wrestled Xavier Woods to a no contest. That's not the same as losing, Mm -hmm. you know? So really he's been on a incredibly long winning streak. And I I can see not wanting to give that up because that allows them to build to the, who will beat reigns, Mm -hmm. who will end the streak, who will, I mean, whoever they, they eventually decide is going to, to pin him or, you know, submit him or, well, he's, you know, get a victory over him mm. i mean that's going to be a nice push for whoever they decide to do it the hope would be that they choose somebody who could use the push mm-hmm. and, and create something somebody other than lesnar yeah you know somebody who doesn't need it you mm-hmm. know so
1: we'll see but probably you lesnar yeah probably will so yeah overall uh, thoughts on the show oh the the winner by the way in case you uh, didn't uh pick up on that was Roman Reigns. But overall thoughts on the show. You know zero to ten.
0: Um I'd probably give it a you know seven and a half, eight. I I actually thought it was a very good show. You know, I I know we picked out a few things. I I still think it would be better the other way around if they would have ended that. Um but I I thought at least the the first you know two thirds of it was decent and had some good action, had some good storytelling. Um, I, I will make a correction from the first part. I had said that the uh, Charlotte Flair-Becky Lynch would be our DraftKings screwy finish of the <laughs> night. Because they botched that, I think the screwy finish of the night uh, has to go to the Nakamura-Damian Priest yes. yep. uh, match. So we'll, we'll that'll be our, our screwy
1: finish of the night since nobody suspected Knock more and getting the victory there. Yeah. Uh, Especially not thinking that uh, Damien Priest was going to uh, lose it and go heel. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, but overall, wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Drug kind of at the end, and that could just be because, as anybody can see, <laughs> Junior here is, he's at the limit of his bedtime. As soon <coughs> as, as we're done with this, we're going home into bed, aren't we, buddy? <laughs> Yeah, he's he's fighting
1: the good fight to stay awake. Yeah, so yeah. So um, overall, I would say about the same, about a seven for me. Um, what uh, brings it down for me is some of the production value. You know, the terrible opening video, the overplacement of the, like just extra gimmicky. Stuff just because of the movie. I I I think that stuff is dumb. The way that it's worked in, you know, they could have incorporated it in a more realistic way, other than the Rock gave me this and it's worth a hundred billion dollars. Could have done it a little bit different. I don't know, or just not incorporated at all. There's that too. Yeah. So. A little bit lower for me, so that uh, that wraps up our coverage of Survivor Series 2021. Oh, not quite. Well, the, the coverage of it itself now we got to go down the, the rankings of our correct picks of the night. Yeah, well, and by this time they know because it's s- on the screen scoreboard. Yeah, hope oh, we do we have room for that?
0: Yeah, it's gonna go right here over here
1: yeah so it's like right
0: here right there okay unless i decide to put it over here oh and then it's over here yeah but i tend to put it over i tend to put it over there right here
1: yeah okay thanks future howard
0: yeah uh so uh in fourth place uh with three correct that'd be me Hmm. yeah okay yeah bottom of the barrel uh tied for second place Hmm. Uh, would be Z and Kidder. They both had okay. four. All right. And in first place, with five, even though she kind of was complaining that she was losing um, for most of it, uh, would be Kidder's wife, uh, who who takes the dub. So Sorry, I got to do the... <laughs> yeah, so she's the big winner uh, for tonight. Okay. There it is. And if you're wondering why you know what Howie Jr. score was, um, he didn't really play because all he said was eh, when given all the options. I
1: think he was more so just cheering on like thanks for participating. Like everybody, just thanks for being here. Yeah. But uh as
0: you can see, Kidder by the toddler, yep. who is uh snuggling up on my shoulder. It's time we wrap this up. Have we been talking for a while? Eh, you can say that. <laughs> okay.
1: So, uh, for this episode and uh, for the special coverage, WWE Survivor Series 2021, thanks for joining us on this special bonus edition of Beer Blues and BS. For everything Beer Blues BS related, well, you can visit us on our website, beerbluesbs.com. In fact, if you'd like to buy us around, you can do that with the Buy Us a Beer button right there or page because we have. Both. Mm-hmm. So, he's Howard Blues. That's our sound engineer, <laughs> Mini Howie. <laughs> I am the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. Thanks for joining us again, BeerBluesBS.com, our website. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Make sure your glass is always at least half full, and free beer tomorrow. But for uh, this episode, and until the next one, we will see you on down that dusty tuscan highway. You have
0: been listening to a U.A. production of Beer, Blues, and B.S. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A A Glimpse glimpse. Behind the Curtain.
1: Recording will start soon.
0: Yeah. Uncle Mark's got a lot of stuff up on the walls. Yeah? Yeah? Stuff over there too. What's your favorite thing on the wall, buddy? Mm (laughs) I don't know. Okay, good choice. Good choice.
2: (laughs) Good choice. Yeah. Did you know you were going to be on camera? I had no idea I was going to be on camera. (laughs) Ha, ha,